the volume. Moneyline Monaco is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. All right. Wednesday, we're back on the program. I got so many emotions. You're going to see the nice hybrid of my half-Jewish, half-Italian self, the radicness coupled with temper after this one. Um, shout out to the homie Mike on the ones and twos. As he would put it, we were load managed yesterday, and I could go on a speech and a half on what I witnessed in the NBA yesterday. The line in the Clippers game, minus 4.5 at the Celtics all day until we find out and actually wasn't officially announced until end of the first quarter that Kawhi Leonard was out. Who in their right mind would have taken the Clippers minus 4.5, no Kawhi in the middle of this game, and then Morris goes out at halftime? I mean, I'm going to write a letter to Adam Silver, and that's about all there is to it. And Tradell mentions that Kuzma's a late scratch right before game time yesterday. I mean, these are things that need to be fixed. We're doing this podcast hours before tip-off. We're doing our best over here. I apologize if you tailed. I, I really do. Thank goodness the Man City plus 142 cashed for Yon FanDuel. All right, enough about the Schwitzfest. Let's dive in. It's all about getting our money back today. NBA woes, how are you? Okay, Jazz against the Sixers spread not announced but I'm going to take Utah regardless of the point spread this is the number one team in the west taking on the number one team in the east 27 and 8 versus 23 and 12 I love the Jazz today this is still the number one cover in the NBA 25 9 and 1 against the spread and what do we know to be true about them Top three in offense, top three in defense, going against a Philly squad that I don't know how you're going to sit on this. 18-16-1 this team is against the spread this year, despite a 23-12 and record. That's only 52.9% on the positive. Now, I'm going to give you the numbers. Jazz after a loss, Philly after a win. Jazz Four and three against the spread after a loss. Philly, though, after a win, just 11, 10, and one against the spread. 52.4% cover. Now, I personally am taking the Jazz because of one reason. The Sixers had a season best 67 points last game where they looked phenomenal against the Pacers. 67 points. And it improved their home record to 15-3. and three. Everyone is going to say, okay, I'm going to hop on the Sixers today. It's the last game for both these teams before the All-Star break. But you know what? What do the Jazz have that the Sixers don't, in my humble opinion? Especially with a questionable Tobias Harris tonight. Depth. Utah's bench absolutely deeper than this Sixers roster. You're going to tell me that Shake Milton's going to put up 24 points, 13 boards, and Furkan Korkmaz is going to give you 19 against the Jazz? No. 
I would say the Pelicans, I'm going to go as far as saying pissed them off at the Smoothie King Arena. 74 points the Pelicans put up in the paint on Rudy, who I just plugged as the defensive player of the year on yesterday's pod at a FanDuel minus 210. Oh, by the way, 2.7 blocks per game. That puppy went up after a five-block performance. You got to love it. Here's some betting trends, too, to sprinkle on top of this. And there's a little over-under here that maybe might lean under, interestingly enough, because despite Philly going 5-2 and two straight up in their last seven games, the total has gone under in four of the last six. But Utah, the total has gone over in four of the last five. There's 6-3-1 and one in their last 10 games on the over-under. That's the Jazz. But against the spread... We're still talking about the number one cover. They're 11 and three against the spread in their last 14 games. And I read you, for me, it's two intangibles. It's the number one team in the NBA in threes. They're second in boards. I love that they're fifth in defensive boards as well. And if you look at the squad, the depth, I mean, Bogdanovich had seven threes against the Pelicans, 31 points. This is one of those squads that... Any given night, one of these lads is going to go off from beyond the arc. Curry with it. So I'll take the top 3-0 and the top 3-D. Despite both squads going 3-2 and two against the spread in the last five, give me the Utah Jazz on a W and a cover, whatever the spread may be. I guessed the spread yesterday before the line dropped in the Clippers-Celtics game. Now we know why. The fix was silver in and... This spread, if I had to guess, probably at four, four or five again. And I'm taking the Jazz and swallowing the points. All right. Nets over the Rockets. Nets, I will swallow the points as well. This is all kinds of an important game for Brooklyn Headed to the Rockets, and this isn't just any game. This is the game for James Harden, who is playing absolutely spectacular. I'm taking the Nets with conviction. This game is personal on so many levels, and you know how the NBA egos go. I'll take the number one offense all day long versus the 25th best offense in the Rockets, who cannot catch a W if their life depended on it. Do you know what James Harden is doing? He's the Eastern Conference Player of the Month. 25.6 points a game, 8.8 rebounds, 10.7 assists, on 49, 43, and 85%. That's field goal, three-point, and free throw. The Beard is the first player in Nets franchise history to average 25 points, 10 assists on 40 plus percent, three point percentage for an entire month, an entire month. Harden is playing out of his mind. Did you see the triple double in overtime against the Spurs? I love the momentum. We did take the Nets on Monday. A lot of repeat games here in terms of teams going from Monday to Wednesday, but I just like the board today, and I like that the Nets are going to go in, and it's personal in this one. How many times can we say it? 
Here's another interesting one coming off this triple-double. Players with 30-plus points, 15-plus Danny Dimes, and zero turnovers, which he had. Taking care of the rock like Tom Brady in the playoffs minus the Packers game. Since 1985, only Braun, CP3, Johnny Stockton, and James the Beard Harden have done that. But Harden's the only one with a triple-double of Braun, Chris Paul, and Stockton to give you a 3-2 and two in addition to no turnovers. This is spectacular. It's absolutely spectacular. It's averaging 25-7-11. and 11. I mean, there's only two seasons in NBA history where a player averages 25 points, 10 assists on 60% shooting. It's Harden in the 2016-2017 year, and it's James Harden this season. So, Nets, what do we know? You have to outscore them. The Rockets, it's the 25th best offense. They will not even come close tonight. Regardless of if Kyrie's dancing, I think this is one of those personal games. You can call it qualitative all day. I like the numbers, but I also like James Harden going back to Houston H-Town, where this puppy is all kinds of, you're going to miss me when I'm gone. And you already do. Rockets spiraling. Nets thriving. This should be an easy one. But it's NBA COVID basketball. Anything can happen. Let's keep it moving. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in-play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA InPlay turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA InPlay, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use, and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to, because NBA InPlay is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA InPlay today. All right. I was feeling a little patty parlay. I'm going with a three-team NBA parlay today. Am I nervous? You tell me. We got the Mavs over the Thunder, the Pelicans over the Bulls, and the Pacers over the Cavs. All money line. Let's call it the money line Monaco three-team NBA parlay of the day. Let's dive in. Mavs over the Thunder. Pelicans over the Bulls, Pacers over the Cavs. The Pacers spanked Cleveland earlier in the year, 119.99. I know Depot was on that team, but Sabonis had 25 and 11 in the game, and they're at a season high four straight losses. And Malcolm Brogdon was quoted this is not a losing team. This is not a losing culture. They haven't lost five, and they will not lose five. Bear in mind, the Cavs 
on a four-in-a-row win streak. They haven't won four-in-a-row since 2017-2018, and we know who was on the squad back then. The Cavs are still 30th in offense. The Pacers are 13th. And we know that Philly shot just shy of 43% from threes against the Pacers the other day. That was just one of those complete performances where the Pacers got the buttoned-up Sixers coming off an L against the Cavs. Well, now here the Cavs are coming off a rough L that the Pacers suffered against the Sixers, thus making this a rough spot for the Cavs. I don't see this Indiana Pacers team losing five straight. They're still relatively well-rounded despite losing Depot. I think Jeremy Lamb's supposed to come back tonight as well. That's my reasoning for the Pacers. Mavs over Thunder? I mean, Luka was one shy of a triple-double, baby. I mean, come on. Did you see the stat line of the Mavericks against the Magic? They covered the 3.5 spread. Brunson gave you 24 off the bench. They had seven players in double figures. Seven players in double figures. Let me give you the numbers. Luka, gorgeous evening, as I said, 33-10-9. Porzingis gave you 17-10. Kleber gave you 13. Josh Richardson gave you 11. As I alluded to, Brunson 24 off the bench. Trey Burke gave you 11. Powell gave you 8. And Finney Smith gave you 6. Look, if we can do that against the Thunder, it should be no problem. Absolutely no problem. Mavs over the Thunder, absolutely. And then, this one I'm a little nervous about because Levine's playing out of his court. But I love what I saw in the Pelicans being on the wrong side. Should have taken the seven. Hosting the Jazz. They just put up points. They just absolutely put up points. Zion in February. On 2.9 dribbles per touch. He's averaging 27.3 points. 4.6 assists on 64.3% shooting. That's absolutely incredible. That's point Zion with the rock. Overall, I mentioned it to you on Monday. Zion's the first player to average 25 plus points on 60% shooting since Shaq in 05. Minimum 15 games. That's incredible. It's remarkable. Also, have you seen what the homie Lonzo's doing? He's going up and up in his shooting percentage in February 46% shooting, 47% from three on 86% from free throws. And on the year, all career highs. Zo, 14.8 points per game, 43% shooting, 40% from beyond the arc, 78% from the line. He is seeing what his brother's doing across the pond in Charlotte, and he is upping the ante. So here we are, without going too, too into the weeds on the numbers, I'm going to take The Zoe and Zion ride the double tap 2KY lob in to cover a money line. It's all we need against the Bulls. These are all over minus 200s, by the way, on FanDuel. Go check them out if you want. We have even the Mavs at minus 330 over the Thunder I'm staring at. Pacers over the Cavs. Pelicans over the Bulls. Mavs over the Thunder. And it pays out. Plus 167. That's 100 down to win 167 back, baby. That is a gorgeous payout. (music) 
And we end on a Premier League pick because, look, if we're cooking, we're cooking. And in soccer, I mean, I even got a couple shout-outs on Twitter for people tailing the Man City to outscore the Wolves yesterday in both halves at plus 142, and they covered. And today we have Leicester City on the road at a spiraling Burnley Leicester City plus 100, and I'm going to fire. Come on, you foxes. But here's the sharp pick. The sharp pick, I feel, is under 2.5 at minus 140. And that's why I want you to fire on both. Because if Leicester somehow shows up on a nil-nil, and I'll go into why it could happen, you're going to lose your mind. Just to give you an idea of a little FIFA formation breakdown, Burnley plays a 4-4-2. It's essentially eight lads in the middle and playing back. It's almost defense to not even try to play offense, which is a very fascinating approach. Now, Nick Pope is an excellent keeper, but remember, we faded them on early Sunday morning on the Friday pod. We took Tottenham to win at minus 180, swallowing the juice, and I loved it. Now, Leicester... Right now, at as we speak, the table, Man City's in first at 25-2, and two, 20 wins, 5 ties, 2 losses. Man United is in second, 14 wins, 8 ties, 4 losses. And Leicester is in third, barely hanging on though to third, 15 wins, 4 ties, 7 losses. West Ham's behind them, Chelsea and Liverpool all crashing in so it's gonna be a good team going home and not winning the top four now just to refresh your memory top four after the whole season is played little over i think 10 games to go for everyone 12 games ish top four make the champions league for next year there is no playoffs don't even get me started but lester win against burnley earlier in the year and they spanked them 4-2 Now, that's easily over 2.5 goals and goes against the 4-4-2, what I just alluded to. But there are some injuries on the Foxes' side. That's Leicester City. Perez, James, their left back. Harvey Barnes, who is actually a pretty good goal scorer of theirs, is going to miss, miss this match. James Madison is questionable the midfielder. That does give me a little bit of trepidation. However, Leicester City has been awarded nine penalties this year, tied for the most in the league this season. That's a nice little chance to think that they might get one of those. Look, if you think the fix is in an NBA hoops once in a blue moon, don't even get me started on soccer. Lester is not a goal-scoring machine. It's Jamie Vardy or bust in a lot of senses. So I need you to take the under because if this goes 0-0, and it could, because I'll read you what Burnley's done goal-wise in the last several. No goals against Tottenham, as we know. We're on the right side. No goals against West Brom. They drew against Fulham 1-1. They did randomly spank Crystal Palace 3-0. Hit the over on that, but lost to Bournemouth tournament play, drew 1-1 against Brighton, lost 2-0 against City, didn't score. 
in their last several games, or last three, we can call it, no goals, no goals, and one goal. I'll take Leicester City plus 100 on FanDuel, but more importantly, the under, because this could be one nothing. It might be 2 nothing. Depends really where Vardy shows up, but the under is probably the play. In review, I'll take the Jazz over the Sixers. Yeah! I will take James Harden making it personal against the Rockets. I could be seeing that the other way. Rockets could make this, this could be the NBA Finals for the Rockets, as far as we know. But no, I think this is the Nets cooking. They've dropped one over the last 10. They're on fire. And I'm going to take that unbelievable plus 167 parlay that includes the Pelicans, the Mavs, and the Pacers. And we wrap up the under 2.5 in Leicester City against Burnley and Leicester City to win. Look, not the sexiest pick to round out the day, but I got to keep the little mini heater going in the EPL until we catch it now. And on that note, shout out to load management, kicking us right in the midsection. That's it for me. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Appreciate every single one of you. Thanks for tailing, fading, what have you. We're just out here having some fun. Come on, it's us versus the books, baby. It's not you versus me. Us versus Vegas, who wasn't built off winners. We know it to be true. That's it for me. I'm out.